Welcome back to another episode of the Capes and Tights podcast. I'm your host, Justin Soderberg. We're back for another episode after a lo- little bit of a break here. Uh, and we'll get into that in a second here, why there's a break and so on and so forth. Uh, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Capes and Tights podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and at Capes Tights pod on Twitter. Uh, you can read articles and other uh, way more information at capesandtights.com. Check that out. And uh, yeah, subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and all your major podcasting platforms to the podcast. So typically, if you followed us for a while there, it's a me and my buddy Adam, or we're the co-host. Adam will be back at some point. Again, he started a new job, so it's a little bit difficult going on there. And I was on vacation for a week and came down with COVID, not because of the vacation, but because of a swim class my son went to prior to vacation. So I was out on vacation in New York City for uh, six nights, seven days. And on the last day I was there, my wife and I tested positive for COVID. And my son also, who was 15 months old, got COVID as well. Um, so we've been off now for the the, the duration of this to, um, to heal and to quarantine and to... Uh, Make sure we're good. Tested negative this morning. Things are great. I'm feeling better. I just couldn't do it last Monday when we do our, our recordings. And, uh, and and so we'll have to postpone that one. Speaking of that, we were supposed to have uh, the guys over there at the Granite State Comic and Toy Con, or sorry, sorry Granite State Comic Con, uh, and to talk about their, their upcoming event uh, here coming September 16th to the 18th in Manchester, New Hampshire. If you live in New England, check that out. Uh, I don't know if we'll be able to reschedule them prior to that event uh, because it is only a couple of weeks away, and I don't want to put the pressure on those dudes who are putting together a uh, 20th anniversary edition of their um, event. And so we'll try to get them on in the future, maybe talk about the uh, the, the, the Comic-Con after the Comic-Con is over. But uh, you know, thank you guys for at least willing to schedule with me, and I'm sorry I had to cancel on you guys due to covid but uh you know check them out granitecon.com and pick pick up those tickets they've got a lot of great people there including like basically the entire creative team for the teenage mutant ninja turtles including kevin eastman our buddy ben bishop who worked on the last ronin uh tom waltz uh the scores of brothers and uh, louis the louis the colorist is going to be there as well and a bunch of other people including cavities and like i mentioned before so check that out manchester new hampshire granitecon.com september 16th to the 18th of 2022 here uh, and check that out here in new england if you live in new england or the greater new england area it's worth attending it's an amazing comic con and meet the teenage Mutant ninja turtles creative team it's amazing so again apologize we were able to run able to go on last week as our first missed episode in 56 episodes or such uh so uh, uh we'll be back on it on a regular basis now moving forward and hopefully Adam will come back at some point here in the near future. So what I wanted to use this episode for is to talk a little bit about my trip to New York City and talk about a little bit more comic-related things, uh, have some news updates at the end, and all kinds of other stuff just going on. So uh, let's just jump right in. Uh, so I, I, I mentioned I had COVID. That wasn't fun. I don't recommend it for anybody. Uh, we're all doing well better in the house. Our, our family is doing better. Uh, my son went back to daycare today for the first time uh, in, in, since we, in almost two weeks, over two weeks now. Uh, but in New York City, we, we arrived on Saturday uh, a couple of weeks ago and uh, to a hotel. It was amazing. Hotel Beacon, right next to the Beacon Theater on Broadway in the Upper West Side. It was a fun uh, new or no, it was a fun older hotel. It's beautiful, nice boutique hotel. It's pretty fun 
to stay there. We had a nice view and all that stuff. So thanks to the Hotel Beacon staff for an amazing time there. But on Sunday, we walked uh, 11 miles in the city, which was a lot of fun doing that. I like walking around, seeing things. I haven't been in New York City in a long time. And so that was ex- exciting to do. But we walked over the Queensboro Bridge into the Astoria part of Queens to the Museum of the Moving Image. Uh, something I was looking forward to for quite a while now is the Living with the Walking Dead exhibit. So if you listen to this podcast, you know, some big passions of mine are Marvel comic books and The Walking Dead. So we, my, I told my wife I really wanted to do this. So we decided to do this on our first day in New York City. And so we walked, we walked over the Queensboro Bridge, which is fun. It was unique. I don't think I'd ever walk over the bridge again. It's a long walk and a lot of wind and bikes passing and, and crap like that. So uh, I, I don't recommend it for anybody. But if you're a walker, biker, rollerblader, scooter, anything like that, it might be worth it. But it, it's not perfect to tell you that much. I'm going to get a little sip of coffee here. So we walked over there. It's in a weird spot. Like it's not in a spot that you'd expect to be in. It's a little bit more rural. I'd say rural, but more suburban, I should say. But like there's houses instead of actual buildings, like in New York City, where you see like businesses. Uh, you walk right in, it's stark white. The whole place is just white. Beautiful, what you'd expect from a modern uh, museum of art. It, it's gorgeous. You walk right in, get my tickets. We were bought online and uh, we walked up to the third floor or the top floor and worked our way down. Luckily, the top floor of this Museum of the Moving Image is the Walking Dead experience, uh, living with the Walking Dead. And was really cool. So you got off the elevator and you look straight ahead and there's this living with the Walking Dead logo and a dude sitting there taking your ticket. And on the right wall is just all 193 issues of the comic book. Uh, starting with issue number one, the top right, and going all the way down to issue 193 at the bottom left. It was really cool. I mean, I, you know, not that it's that rare to see The Walking Dead number one, but to actually see it on a wall and in person in front of me was really kind of cool the thing to see. I have 75% of those books, so it's not unusual to see some of those books, but it was cool to see some of the key issues that I don't have and the way they displayed them on the wall. The one thing was weird is none of them were in bags and boards. It was a very interesting way of displaying it. I feel like there is a better way to display it, but you know what? It is what it is, and I got to see them, and it's cool. So just past that, though, you got to see the slippers of the um, girl walker from the very first episode of The Walking Dead back in 2010. It's a uh, 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 the, the bloody slippers of the girls walking underneath the police car that Rick sees from underneath. And uh, those are there. It's really cool. A little exhibit about that. Just basically the starting of the walk, excuse me, the Walking Dead TV show. To uh, clarify, most of this is actually for the TV show. There is some comic book related things excuse me, in there. Like I said, they paid respect to the, the source material by having all the 193 issues on the wall. But um, most of it's for the TV show. It's on AMC. Moving past that into the next room, they have, well, actually at the end of that room is they don't, um, don't, uh, dead inside, you know, don't enter dead inside thing from the first episode to when Rick's in the hospital, you walk into the next room, there's, uh, uh, Rick, Daryl, Negan, Alpha, Father Gabriel, all their costumes are in a circle at the beginning there. It's really kind of cool to see that you get to see Lucille the actual bat from the show. All these are actual screen used props and costumes. Other uh, uh, weapons and things like that from the show are there. There's stuff from Alexandria. There's stuff from uh, Negan's compound. There's stuff all over the place in there, which is really cool. You actually get to see special effects. Uh, you know, Greg Nicotero's teams 
blood and all that stuff. There's cool, like how they do it with those blood puddles. So like if someone were to get smashed in the head with a bat, for example, and they fall over and they shoot that scene and you see the blood puddle on the ground, that's actually like more of an acrylic blood puddle that they can actually pick up and move, which is nice for cleaning up. That's what they said, which is really kind of a, I never even thought about, but it makes sense. And then there was a, a Glenn kneeling when he got smashed in the head by Negan, there is his thing and the special effects they used for that as well, uh, as well as um, uh, I believe there was, yeah, Beta's skin mask was there, which is really cool, um, and, and a bunch more other special effects. They had some toys and stuff like that. So it was a really cool you know, in, in exhibit. It was very intense. There's a lot of walker noises you can hear in the background and so on. There's some video screens that show the clips of where the things were used in the TV show, which is kind of cool. So if you like didn't know much about the Walking Dead experience, like if you or your spouse, your friends want to go to this and one of them isn't really into it, they can see the screen used part on a little TV next to the actual uh, prop from the from the show, which is really kind of cool. So yeah, it was an unbelievable ex- exhibit and it's in the Museum of the Moving Image until the end of this year. So you have the entire fall and the beginning of the winter to see this in Queens, New York. So if you have the opportunity to get down there, highly recommend it. And on top of that, the Museum of Mo- the Moving Image obviously is a museum about movies and TV. So there is cameras and equipment and all that stuff used to make the shows, old school stuff, new school stuff, all that stuff too. There's also props and things from Star Wars, the Muppets, Dark Crystal, and so many more uh, your props, uh, pictures, just random stuff from movies, which is really, really cool. Very, very, very worth the money to go see that. So check that out. The Museum of the Moving Image in Astoria, part of Queens, New York. Uh, specifically, check out the Living with the Walking Dead exhibit. Uh, you can check that out on the Museum of the Moving Image website uh, to get tickets for that too. It's time. It's, you have to buy tickets ahead of time, just so you know. It's like a timed entry thing. So, also part of my trip to New York City is I wanted to go to the famous Midtown Comics. Uh, They have multiple stores in New York City. I have purchased thousands of dollars of the comic books from their website, midtowncomics.com. But I told my wife, I was like, we're going to be in New York City. Let's go check out Midtown Comics. Um, So after the Museum of the Moving Image, we went right over to the Astoria outlet they have there. They have 40% off on the day we were there. So it was pretty cool to see that. Small little store you walk in. Again, in a unique part of town. You walk in there, there's some toys and stuff like that. You go downstairs, it's just long boxes and long boxes and long boxes in this pretty small room. Fish through those things. A lot of those things are not actually available on their website, so you have to be there to get them. I was able to find a single issue of Nova that I was looking for, issue 19 from the 2015 series. Um, so I was able to put that in my collection as well, 40% off. I think I paid like two bucks for the thing, which is pretty cool. So we got to check that one out in, in Astoria. A couple days later, we were able to go into Times Square, the original location there in Times Square. It's this back alley. You walk down the hall or the, the, the street and you walk up this back alleyway that's no wider than my desk. Uh, it's probably shorter than my desk. And up the stairs to the left and you go into this and you walk through a door and you're like, okay, this is a comic book store. But the way you walk up there, you feel like you're going to some back alley doctor's office to get your liver removed. And uh, it was pretty cool though. So it's nice to see that. Uh, it was a little bigger than my local comic book shop, uh, you know, a Galactic Comics and Collectibles here in Bangor, Maine, but it was less, it was smaller than I expected it to be, I'll tell you that much. And there's two stories on this one. 
And the first story is the second story of the building. So there's a building below it, obviously. Um, but yeah, it was, it's also not as many like wall books or high valued items that I thought there would be. There's a lot of high valued like toys and statues and stuff. Um, but I was looking to see maybe I drop a few dollars on a nice book that I could only see there. And there wasn't as many, there was a few behind the desk, uh, like the counter, but not as many as I was expecting and kind of disappointing, but, but stacks and stacks and stacks of comics, new comics, old comics and such. So that was fun to see. And then uh, we ended up over at the Grand Central uh, Terminal area. So we ended up hitting up that one as well. That's a single story one on the second floor, similar entrance to it. Uh, and I was able to pick up a few back issues there as well. But again, not many uh, expensive, more wall book-ish things. I think they sell a lot more quantity over over big ticket items. So I got a mug though, which is pretty cool. I'm excited for that. And a couple of uh, postcards. It's harder to see, but they're kind of behind me. Uh, over here, there's um, one that says, uh, I survived, and it checks all the boxes off from like when Marvel and, and, and things like that take over the city and destroy things, uh, which is pretty cool. So we also got to hit up um, Forbidden Planet, which is another geek-related store um, that's more the Lower East Side and a fun number of statues, toys, and other collectibles that were there were pretty cool. A smaller amount of comic books, but was able to find Naughty List number two, which is a book I've been looking forward to reading. Uh, and I got to read because I was missing number two. So that was one I was looking for and found that there. So ch check out Forbidden Planet 2 also in New York City. So we had some comic book stores in there. We got some, uh, you know, geek related things with the Living with the Walking Dead and Star Wars stuff over at the Museum of Moving Image. But we also got to see Starry Night the Van Gogh painting, the famous Van Gogh painting, which was amazing. We saw that at the Museum of Modern Art, as well as a few Picassos and some J Jackson Pollocks, which was really, really, really cool to see. Uh, we got to see the dinosaurs over the, the dinosaur skeletons over at the muse uh, museum, American Museum of Natural History in uh, off of uh, Central Park. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I think that was my favorite part of that museum was the dinosaur skeletons, which is pretty sweet. Um, but those are like the big things that we did down there. We obviously saw some things, some places where Spider-Man was swinging through and all that stuff, which is really cool. Um, but we also got some amazing food. Uh, we got John's Obliquer Pizza, tacos, the best tacos I've ever had in my entire life at Vita Verde. Uh, beer, we got some beer. I love craft beer, so we went to Craft and Carry. That was fun. Uh, we got some wine and cheese. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun to be there. The hotel was amazing, like I mentioned. Uh, hotel Beacon, shout out to them. So yeah, if, if you're a comic book fan and you want to check out Midtown Comics when you're in New York City, it's great. Shop online if you can for them. It's not really worth the traffic and, and the crowds and all that stuff to be there. If you happen to be in New York City, go to the place. It's fun. It's a classic store. Local comic book shop still has that feel. I got a newfound respect to the idea that they are just an LCS. Uh, they're bigger than a lot of other people because they sell a lot of comic books online. They have multiple stores. Uh, but it was cool when you're in there and you didn't know if you didn't know how big they were online, you'd think it was just a small LCS, uh, which is pretty cool to see uh, in New York City. So check that out if you end up down there. We were going to stop at a few other stores on the way back, but obviously we got COVID and we basically just uh, called ass back to Maine uh, after the trip because of the, the COVID. And I didn't want to get, you know, I was feeling like crap and all that stuff anyway. So we just came right back. But so that was our trip to New York City in, in a nutshell. I obviously didn't go into all of the different details, but I wanted to go over some cool stuff about convicts and, and geek culture being in New York City. New York City is a great place. It's busy. I don't ever think I could live there. I like my rural Maine, but um, it was fun to visit. We'll go back. I'm excited to go back and see more things there. Uh, we also got to go to the Harry Potter store, which is really cool. 
I love Harry Potter. So I'm a big NBA fan. So I bought my son a little Ja Morant NBA jersey, 50 month old with a little tiny jersey. It's pretty badass. So uh, we're excited to see him wear that. So yeah, New York City was awesome. On the front of other news in the Marvel and DC and geek culture and all that stuff is Matt Shackman will direct the Fantastic Four. Matt Shackman of WandaVision, he directed the episodes of WandaVision, has been tabbed uh, to direct the Fantastic Four. Um, that is after, <clears throat> uh, what's his face? No, I, I had it written down. <laughs> uh, backed out of the, of the uh, um, John Watts backed out of directing it, not wanting to do any comic book related movies anytime soon. So Matt Shackman seems like he'll take over the helm of that one. Exciting. Cause I think he did a great job with WandaVision. That movie will be the first movie of the uh, phase four six in 2024 so check that out we have an article on our website capesandtights.com that talks a little bit more about that as well thor love and thunder will hit disney plus on disney plus day september 8th as well as the new pinocchio movie that's going to be out there cars on the road uh, a couple other things that are heading to disney plus on disney plus day september 8th that is the thursday and then friday saturday sunday of that is d23 so we'll have some more information following that as well the 9th 10th and 11th so the following week, we'll probably have an update on things that are announced at D23. Negan and Maggie's show, The Walking Dead show, is now called Walking Dead Dead City. It was tentatively titled Isle of the Dead, uh, but I guess that was just a working title. Now they actually have a name for it, Dead City. Personally, I think Isle of the Dead was better, but we'll see. Can't wait for that to come out. No, no release date uh, tabbed on that one yet, but Negan and Maggie's show is moving forward with the name Dead City. Uh, the first two episodes of She-Hulk have been amazing. I think they're fun. 35-minute episodes. They're the um, more sitcom-related. She breaks the fourth wall a couple times. You get to see Hulk, Abomination, a couple other cool stuff. Uh, I'm excited to see how the rest of the season goes. You can check that out on Disney+. Plus. New episodes every Thursday. Uh, my wife and I watched DC League of Super Pets for the first time. It was fun. A lot of good jokes in there, some good humor. Gotta love The Rock and Kevin Hart. Uh, that was a great, great show, great movie. Uh, not too long, great animation, great jokes. Again, great story. <clears throat> Looking, hoping to see if they make a sequel. We watched Elvis. Elvis was amazing. Got to check that out. Uh, uh, you know, when it comes out on streaming, the Elvis movie about some stuff I learned. I mean, it's I love movies that are about people that I know and I learn new things. So if most of that stuff in that movie was real and truthful, it's exciting to learn those kind of things from uh, uh, the king of rock and roll. Excuse me, Elvis. Uh, so you can check that out. Austin Butler did an amazing job. As Elvis, Elvis, Tom Hanks obviously killed it like he does in everything. Lastly, I love this book, this new book. I wanted to give a recommendation for a new book to pick up at your LCS. True Cult Number One. So T-R-V space K-V-L-T. True Cult. Uh, it's a comic book put out on IDW. It is a great, great, great book. It's fun. It has fast food it has heists it has satanic rituals it's it's just a really fun fun book i can't wait i believe it's a four-part series i'm excited for the next issues to come out we wrote a little review on the website capesandtights.com so you can read that more further in there but it's a story by scott brian wilson uh who did pennyworth and batman annual uh is also with uh liana kangas who's a star wars adventures and razor blades artist as well as uh, Gab, Gab Contreras, who did the colors. Oh, she also did Witch Blood. And DC Hopkins, the letter extraordinaire from Noctera and Pennyworth, 
was the letter on the book as well. So check that out. True cult number one, check out your LCS. Hopefully they have an issue left over from a couple of weeks ago. It's a great book. Check that out. Our review on capesandtights.com. Other than that, there's a bunch of new news out there, but check out our website, capesandtights.com for all that. And um, yeah, New York city was fun. News has been great. We're all back or we're back in the swing of things. More posts will be up on the website soon. Uh, Adam will hopefully be back in a couple of weeks or next week. We're hopefully going to talk just to give you a little update on what we're trying to do here. Um, we're getting ready because we're getting ready to Andor's in, in September. So they're looking forward to that. So we're going to do a movie review of Rogue One to preview Andor and give you guys a little taste on that. We're going to, when, when Thor Love and Thunder hits Disney Plus on September 8th, we'll try to do a review right after that as well. Uh, we have other guests coming up. We're going to do some other Star Wars, like the first episodes, four, five, and six reviews. We're going to do some more guests. We're going to do a She-Hulk review, uh, Black Panther preview and review, a um, bunch of more stuff coming out. So check us out on Apple and Spotify for the podcast and at capesandtights.com, at capesandtights podcast on Twitter or in Instagram and Facebook and at capesandtightspod on Twitter. So um, yeah, check us out. Thanks, everybody, for listening. This is a little quick episode here, solo episode, talking about New York City and a little bit of news. And um, make sure you check out next week for a new episode on capesandtights.com. Thanks, everybody. I'm Justin Soderbergh. You can follow me at JM Soderbergh on Twitter and at the great Justin on Instagram. Peace.